I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Nightside. Nightside. We're all friends here. The Nightside Project on KSL News Radio. All right. Welcome back. This is the Nightside Project. I'm Ethan Millard here with Alex Keery. Thanks so much for jumping in today. We really appreciate it. Hey, uh, listen, uh, among the things we're going to talk about tonight mm. is, and, you know, we just got through, you know, all of those headlines and things like that. One of the things that we're going to talk about tonight is um, uh, something that they did in South Africa. South Africa has taken the um, interesting step to try and ban smoking. Now, um, smoking is a major, major um, problem with coronavirus. Right? People who smoke are at extreme risk. Yes. With coronavirus. That's true, yes. And so tobacco lobbyists are taking South Africa's government to court because they implemented a sale, a ban on the sale of cigarettes as part of its strategy for dealing with coronavirus pandemic. Now, um, here in Utah, we don't see a lot of smokers anymore, right? We used to see them all the time. You know what's weird is it, growing up, you know it's weird is everywhere. Yeah, when you what's interesting too is um there was a my neighbors were getting something worked on in their house, and one of the workers stood between our two houses for the for the two days they were working, and they kept throwing their cigarette butts uh, into my grass, and it was like like normally I don't really care about stuff, but it's kind of interesting, right? Like, hey, that's the move they do. They would stomp on them in his driveway and then kick them onto my grass, and I remember thinking, eh, that's a weird. This is like in twenty twenty. Cigarette butts are the were the most ubiquitous garbage found on the planet. It still might be in other places on the, in the world, but uh, like a cigarette butt, it really bothered me to have cigarette butts. When before our brains would just go right past it, we didn't even think about it. You know, you think about how much gum yeah, is. We ignored them. Yeah. If you if you ever look, if you go to, I want to challenge you next time you go to the gas station and just catch that catch that perfect mix of the sun shining on the pavement. And just try to count how many pieces of gum are between the gas pump and the and the and the entrance to the gas station, and you'll be like, "Oh boy, we are yeah. disgusting people." But yeah, the the, the yeah. cigarette trend—you don't when you smell cigarette smoke now, you go, "Where's that coming from? What's going on here? Is there a is there a cigarette smoking assassin near?" Because that's the only way that I, like some clandestine person smoking around here. But you're right. But in other places in the world, uh, and South Africa is trying to figure this thing out. Because didn't they just didn't they just immediately ban smoking just like overnight? Yeah. Well, they banned the sale of cigarettes, and so what you're going to have is, of course, some people are going to be able to get black market cigarettes. That's a huge for sure. opportunity. Oh for, yes, uh, for the black market. Yes, but you know there are a lot of people out there that either aren't going to have quick access to the black market, or it's going to be too expensive, and they're going to be forced to quit. And they're going to be forced to quit without notice. <laughs> And effective immediately. Forced, forced cold and, turkey. You're forced to eat this cold turkey. Because you know there are a lot of smokers in South Africa going, boy. Okay, I have three packs left. If I smoke one a day, right? They're basically going through the regimen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now here's the other thing. But and, but uh, 
But here's the thing, though. You could still get – you could still – I would assume – look – I'm gonna I'm gonna open a Nicorette store in South Africa. Things will start to boom. A Chantix and Nicorette store just in just in uh, in South Africa. I could be I could be in the oh, money yeah. here, buddy. Any kind of yeah, any kind of anti-smoking effort. The lozenge, is, the patch, uh, yeah, Kirkland Signature which, brand uh, 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 nicotine patches. Sure. Which um, essential oil is supposed to help with? Oh, I don't know. Send us a text five seven five zero zero if you're. If you are one of those essential oil uh, people, help us out. Which one will help people squ- uh, quit smoking? And let's head on over to South Africa and open up a shop, a little pop-up. Yeah, man. Uh, have like a little young living, uh, you know, gathering, socially distant, of course, uh, to be able to get people back on board. Uh, Ethan, I got, I got something to bring up from yeah. – so – I don't know. I think I'm, I'm sure this has come up over the years. I don't know if you and I have discussed it that often, but I think we have before. And I haven't got I can't remember what your vibe is on it. But the L.A. Times just did a an article about this. And, you know, the toilet paper shortage is one thing. And we laughed it off. And you remember at the beginning of all of it, people were buying bidets like, oh, I'm going to buy a bidet. Yeah. And right. they're not exactly common, but you can do the thing now where you can get it uh, attached to your existing toilet, you know, like just the lid. Yeah, accessory. you like. Yeah, you clip it on, and then you attach it to the the water supply of the toilet. Right, or in my case, you get a hose, you duct tape it to the inside of your toilet, and it works fine. So a company that sells these bidet attachments. Yeah, it works really fast. A company that sells these bidet attachments, uh, according to the LA Times, has increased 300% in sales. Americans are changing their attitude about bidets. And I was like, are they, or are you just trying to make this a thing? Because I don't know, if you were to take a poll, I still think that the vast, vast, vast majority, a huge majority of people here in the United States would be totally weirded out by a bidet. But it is, uh, it is, uh, in terms of paper waste, it would, it would actually solve a lot of problems. And they, they have these, uh, these, they've been having these huge, the bio bidet, bidet seat. Is is doing this fifty uh, percent off, starting at seventy bucks, as part of this one day deal that they're doing. And they originally launched a Kickstarter campaign at the beginning of all this, and they had a thousand percent funding. So the bio bidet, wow. it's uh, it's it's non electric. I'm not sure how that works. So I'm trying to figure out how well, it could probably work. Uh, I bet if gravity maybe use the gravity of the tank or something like that. Oh yeah, um, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that, you know, and uh, I mean that's how that's how toilets flush. Well, that's anyway. how the flush happens. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so you now that's interesting. So, and as far as America's changing attitudes go, um, do you think it'll ever I, really catch on? Not in the way that it has in other parts of the world, unless here's what'll happen: is if uh, if home builders. And office buildings, things like that, and hotels. If everyone just all, if those guys just all of a sudden started doing it, then we would all adopt it. Um, if it was just, you know, if they were installed just as part of installations in all the buildings, then we'd adopt it. But adopting it by choice, I think, would be very slow to do that. I think about my house, and that is of, of all the things that I could do to this house, of all the things that I could add to my home, bidet might be dead last. Not because I'm against it, but you'll have to. But there but does need to be. There does need to be. There needs to be like a full day training course with your kids 
on how this thing works, no, on not, how to use it's, it. It's not even that. It's not even that. It's like, okay, well, do you want to paint this room or do you want a bidet? <laughs> well, I want to paint the room. <laughs> All right. Well, do you want a new window or, or a bidet? Want, well, I want the new window. I don't. You know, it's just it's so far Come down on. the list, and I don't mean that as like I'm anti bidet. I'm not. Um, if, They're trying. If to, I, I love this. I home, love this article. They're like trying to change America. Trying to change America's perspective uh, and and thoughts about bidets. It's like, come on, we don't have to change perspective on it. If it if I, I get it, and look, I've I, I've lived in places where the bidet was uh, highly used. Yes, I mean it was. It wasn't just like a, yeah. it wasn't a seat attachment either. It was a full on another bathroom accessory in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know. That some people thought was just a fancy watering, uh, wa- uh, uh, drinking water station. <laughs> well, I, I would tell you about, I told you about that elder that comes out of the You guys see that weird drinking fountain in there? <laughs> that's the old, uh, that's the old adage, right? Yeah, I don't look. It's, uh, yeah, we laughed and laughed and laughed. Ah, uh, at other people's expenses from drinking poo water. It's fine. He uh, did. He said no. He didn't. He didn't use it. Sure. It was weird. Sure. 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 And so he said, "Well, don't use it because this is what it is." Hey. Uh, Although you could probably, you could probably. Please don't you know, talk about the logistics of drinking out of the bidet and being okay. No, we'll leave it. For, we'll leave it for another day. <laughs> uh, we still have a. Jeremy, cons- put this on the rundown for. Next <laughs> we already have. We already have a. Con- or we need it. We have this consumer news about malls, uh, also struggling right now. And uh, getting creative during the coin shortage. Ethan, my time to do the victory lap on the coin shortage here in the United States. Stay right here with okay. us. More to go. Right. The Nightside Project continues on KSL. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.